Did you know that prior to COVID, they were renting during the off season, they were renting the bachelor mansion as an Airbnb? Yes, I did know that actually. Some rich bitch could have her bachelorette party at the bachelor mansion. Unfortunately, you can't do that now because they don't have a fucking off season. They just keep going. (laughs) This shit never ends. I know this podcast is a very big part of your life. You've mentioned it to me multiple times. Kind of a, you know, a Bachelor Nation groupie. No, no. no. Don't hold on with me, Derek. Name one thing that I said that's false, Derek. Don't insult my intelligence. Hi, Emily. Hi, Kayla. How's it going? It's been a minute. Oh, you know what? I'm coming to you live from my COVID um, quarantine tiny ass studio apartment. Um, <laughs> we're chilling though. You know you what? Know what? That, that booster did me good because I feel honestly, if not, I'm not a hundred percent. I feel like maybe 85 to 90%. So we're chilling. Stay safe out there, everybody. Stay safe uh, out there. Especially if you're in New York, um, which is continuing to be a cesspool. Um, yeah. But I just wanted to share with everyone um, texts that I got from Emily one day apart. Uh, she texted me and said, I've tested negative so many times, but I'm not convinced I've never had it. And then the next day texted me, I just tested positive. Yeah, so. it was it was like, honestly, a matter of time. Like I haven't gone. I mean, I was just on Kayla. I've gone to one place in the last week, um, but I think I got it like a week ago, unfortunately. So that didn't do me any good. But I took like, I've taken, that was probably my like seventh or eighth COVID test that I've taken just in the season of Omicron, not counting since the beginning of, you know, March, 2020, I've taken thousands, I've taken millions, you know, that, that, um, (laughs) the like trial clip that's like 100 times more. 200 times more, 300 times, maybe. (laughs) You want to hear something so crazy? I was at, it was like right before Omicron blew up. It was like the beginning of December. I was flying um, from Midway to Bradley to come home. And this person sitting at the bar, I overheard them say, I have never taken a COVID test. And I like turned and looked at them and the bartender was like, what? And the guy was like, I've never had a reason to. And I'm like, in two years, you've never even remotely felt like, hmm, maybe I should test. I was like, that's the most irresponsible sentence I have ever heard. Like you've never thought you needed to test. I would test like, I had COVID in March, 2020. Like I was like patient. I wasn't patient zero. I was probably patient like two. But no, I had COVID in March, 2020 and like had antibodies for a good amount of time. And I still would like freak out and be like, mm-hmm. I gotta go get a test. And I was quarantined. Like I was pretty strictly quarantined until maybe the summer. And then I started like seeing more people, but even that was like mostly outside and like not, you know what yeah. I mean? Anyway, we don't have to get into my whole COVID history, but I would test like all the time. Like if I, I did, if I did anything, I would test. And now, um, you know, with the government not sending us free tests, thank you, Mr. Joe. Uh, for nothing. I, I ordered some, thank God. And I took an at-home test, uh, earlier today and it was positive, but I took an at-home test on Saturday and it was negative. So I love it here. (laughs) So Um, The moral of the story is I love it here, but I feel fine, which is why not to be a PSA, but you should get vaxxed and boosted, babe. Like that's it. Vaxxed and boosted. Um, so Emily is positive today when we come at you two weeks from now, 
I may have been positive and since negative as I have to fly this weekend. So by the time you next see us, we could both be vaxxed, boosted, omicron Like, Omicron's let's see. Antibody let's fucking happens. city. Even just by listening to us, it's like you're powerful. <laughs> like, you have antibodies. So... With that said, that's where we're coming to you from, but hopefully I don't sound like shit. I feel okay, so. Yeah, I mean, I kind of liked the vibe of our last recording when we did a little bit of more of a thematic recap, like we only Mm -hmm. really talked about the things that we needed to. Um, And I think the general consensus, Emily and I have been texting a little bit about it. Usually we like to save our ideas for the pod, but something that I have shared, and I know that I was giving Clayton um, a little bit of, honestly, an an un- an unjustified and undeserved benefit of the doubt. Um, but I actually feel kind of justified at this point in giving him a benefit of the doubt because I feel that he is a, he is a decent lead. Like I feel like he is decently entertaining. He's stupid. Like I want a man to be. So his decisions make no sense and therefore make for entertaining TV. But he's also like pretty funny. Like he, like in the premiere when he was like, I'm sure you're wondering why I'm the bachelor since you saw me for eight seconds on Michelle's season. I was like, that was funny. Like, Good okay, one. he's got a sense of humor. Yeah, I think, bit. again, like, the critique has never, I mean, it has been on Clayton, because, like, people don't like Clayton, but my yeah. critique has always been on the franchise for just being percent oh, boringly white, and I know yours has, too. Like, yeah. like, it's never really been an issue with Clayton, and Clayton, I think, and I think Clayton has gotten a lot of backlash, but I also think the franchise is having a real field day framing it like we hate Clayton, when the right. reality is, like, no, you're the problem. Like, I don't give a fuck about this random white guy, Colton 2.0. Like, like they, I feel like they are, and it's not Clayton's fault. I think the franchise is doing a good job of like deflecting blame and being like, yeah, they hate Clayton. Yeah. Feed him to the wolves. It's like, it's your fault. Like, and I think that's why I've always tried to give Clayton a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, because the problem isn't with Clayton. The problem is with the franchise. And the thing is that like, if you're Clayton and you're being approached to be the bachelor, hands down million times. Yes. Like if any white woman was approached to be the bachelorette hands down million times. Yes. Yeah. And so I, I don't blame Clayton for being the bachelor. I blame the franchise for giving him the opportunity to be the bachelor. But that being said, I don't want to shit on his entire season just because I don't agree with the franchise's decision, but I think he's actually doing a pretty good job. Like he's decently funny. Um, he, the girls seem to like him, I guess. Um, it's only been two episodes, we- but weirdly they're like really kind of into him. I'm like, okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like fine. I thought the he's premiere fine. was entertaining. Um, and we were saying it today over text, but it's so true. I'm, I, I do not like Clayton more than I like Michelle. Let's make that clear, but I am more entertained so far by Clayton's season than I was by Michelle's and you put it perfectly. It's yeah, because, so it's because we trusted her. <laughs> I trust Clayton a thousand times less than I trusted Michelle. Like right. I trusted Michelle so much that every decision she made, I was like, perfect. And so I, I like had to pay attention though. Cause it was like, it would get a little bit. She was so, she was so smart that she would just immediately send the drama home, which is good, but it doesn't make for good TV all the time. <laughs> right. Cause then it's like, oh, Jamie really went home week two. Huh. You know what I mean? Like then then we had no drama and like that's a good thing for Michelle and I want that for her because I don't want her to have a drama-filled life but for a boring guy like Clayton I'm like yeah have a fucking have a fucking dramatic stupid unnecessary season of like shit you could have prevented by being like a, a 
1% smarter than you are. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like Cassidy and Shanae for the zest. Right. Like just add a little spice. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and, and like, uh, he already proved it like eight times. Um, and he also proved that like, he does have good taste in some women, but mm-hmm. like, he also proved that like, <laughs> he's the Peter Weber. I'm not doing stupid things on purpose. Um, <laughs> like he's like, <laughs> he's like my favorite quote from the franchise ever. I think I said it literally last episode, but I, I don't know. I, don't remember. I, quote I, would it, ha- I quote it all the time. I quote it literally all the time. I quote it every day. <laughs> I say it in meetings. I'm like, I'm not doing stupid things on purpose. <laughs> it's so good. And it just like, it's so funny. Oh, wait. But while we're shit talking Peter Weber, as we always are, yeah. um, I saw a TikTok this weekend that I was like pissing myself. It was a girl. Oh, I saw this. It was a girl talking about how she was in a bar in New York, which is where Peter lives. He lives with Dustin from his season uh, or from Hannah's season. And they were at a bar in New York. They walked in. They like looked him around. And, wasn't it him and Dale? Oh, maybe it was him and Dale. I thought I it was him and Dale. I think it was him and Dale, which makes it funny. Even more actually, losery. I actually like Dustin. So like, I was a little like, wait, but it was Dale, which is hilarious. Even more losery if it was Dale. Yeah, totally. Um, and they, remember when Dustin like smoked Peter in the marathon and just like left him in the dust? Anyway, yeah, I digress. Who yeah. wouldn't? Um, like k- kicked him in the shins and spit on him. No, I'm just kidding. Just like spreading nasty rumors. Uh, <laughs> but no, so Peter and I guess Dale walked into a bar in New York and like looked around and then this group of girls overheard Peter say, nobody recognizes us here. Let's go somewhere else. And they like left the bar. And then the comment section on the TikTok, because anyone on who's on TikTok knows that the video is always funny, but the comments are funnier. Oh yeah. Um, this girl commented and she was like, I was at a bar and pilot Pete sat next to me and began a conversation with me. And I could tell he was waiting for me to say something about recognizing him, which I did, but I didn't want to say that I recognized him until he said, yeah, I was the bachelor. (laughs) Dude, power play. The thing is like, if I were Peter, I wouldn't want to be recognized because he's getting recognized for all the fucking wrong reasons. He was the right. worst bachelor. Like, Imagine being like, Peter and like me, if I'm pilot Pete and I'm trying to pick up a girl at a bar, the last thing I want her to do is Google me. Yeah. The last. The yeah. And last. Dale, and Dale too. I'm like, Dale, you like cheated on Claire and like are all around not a good guy. Like, what are you talking about? Like you two, you, you two mean? want to be recognized. I would spit in your drink if I recognized you. <laughs> what like, do you mean? Um. Anyway, that is one of my favorite things that's ever happened, and I love when people make fun of Peter Weber. <laughs> you know what? We don't condone um, bullying on this podcast, but if you need a place to take your bullying out, I'm not saying that it shouldn't be Peter Weber. <laughs> no, like. <laughs> I'm going to, I'll give the benefit of the doubt to like most people in this franchise, but never him, <laughs> never him. His He'll crimes never will never be forgiven. He'll never get an ounce of sympathy from me. Um, anyway, <laughs> I'm not doing stupid things on purpose. Seems to be a little bit Colton's catchphrase too, but Clayton. also a Clayton. I keep calling him Colton because he's the same. Also the first <laughs> one-on-one was literally the same day. Like it, they did, people were tweeting side-by-sides of Colton and Hannah Brown and Clayton and um Susie yeah they look the fucking exact same um (laughs) so I literally love um watching reruns of The Bachelor (laughs) exactly so basically Um, the premiere the premiere was split into it was a very standard premiere of a season which I'm glad that we don't have to cover on its own episode because as always I hated it yeah I have nothing to say 
Uh, Except I have one thing to say, one thing to say. (laughs) We kicked it off um, in Missouri with some iconic sightseeing. Uh, We got the arch. Um, Great to see. You love to see it. We went to Eureka, Missouri, and um, it was funny because Ben actually did watch the premiere with me because I was like, they're probably going to do a lot of St. Louis exterior like you should watch. And uh, he has he has friends that live in Eureka. And so as the premiere was happening, they were all posting pictures with Clayton from the day he came and shot there which is actually kind of cute. Um, but yeah, so we kick it off with some St. Louis exterior. You'll love to see the arch. And this is the first season that we are back at the mansion, which is yeah. exciting. And and I honestly, it shouldn't make that big of a difference, but it does. Yeah, it does. It does. Even though it's like still kind of like, I think that place is probably like such a shithole and everybody that <laughs> arrives is always like, it's gorgeous and glorious. And I'm like, <laughs> um okay it looks like kind of worse than the La Quinta but go off (laughs) (laughs) so we're back at the mansion we're not going to go through all the um limo entrances but um one of my hot takes (laughs) that didn't end up being so hot was when we got introduced to Sally I wrote down Sally is a front runner for sure that aged like milk baby um the Sally thing I was cracking the fuck up because she was like, I just have to go tell Clayton. And then she shows up to this guy's door who she's never fucking met or spoken to, or like probably seen, to be honest. Like, I don't know if any of them had seen him at this point, like even a picture. Uh, And she like shows up and like, this is where Clayton, like you're doing dumb things on purpose. Like you can't convince me that you're like, you're like accidentally being stupid Clayton like I, I don't believe you he's like defense, like what the fuck was he supposed to do no like what was he you supposed know? to do but like what 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 was this yeah. whole thing so it's like before any limo entrance before like anything all we've gotten are like the intro packages to like four women and Clayton um she comes to his door they go inside they're like talking whatever she's like this was supposed to be my wedding weekend and I was like chaos chaos and then he's like <laughs> he's like you just seem really special already like da 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 meanwhile he hasn't met any of the other women yet he has no bar to compare it to it's just like you're really cool that's it um which I guess guess is just like how normal people date but like this is the bachelor so (laughs) it's just like no bar and then he's like I have to go give me a second and he goes and tries to give her the rose I, yeah, that part, he was doing stupid things on purpose. Like, that's um, the part I'm saying. I think the conversation, I think he was very nice. Like, I had no problem with the conversation. And then he, like, hasn't met any other woman. And he's like, you're the first impression, babe. I don't even have to meet the other 30. It's you. <laughs> and I, my thing about that, too, is it's like, what if she had said yes? Like, that would have been such a massive target on her back going into night yeah. one. Like. If I were that bitch, I would have been like, I will only accept this rose if you promise to give it to me during the rose ceremony. Right, later, right. Like, I'm not taking it now. And I was thinking, even as another woman, like, if I were, God, once upon a time, when I thought I would be on this show, um, locked down. Fuck Ryan. Ryan, if you hear this, it's done. I'm going on The Bachelor. No, I'm just kidding. You're my 13th reason. Yeah, like, honestly, how dare you? So if I were on the show, if I were one of the other women and I like found out that he had given the rose to someone before any of us showed up, I'd be so pissed. Like I would be so pissed. I'd be yeah. like, why am I here? Why am I here? If he's giving a rose to someone before he even meets me. And then you found out 
that she got a rose because she went there to break up with him. Yes. Before she even met him. And like, you know, if she had stayed, she would be crying a lot on entry night because like it was supposed to be her wedding weekend. So obviously, and they'd be like, why are you crying? And she'd be like, I was supposed to get married. Ha ha. I got a rose. Like all of that would just be such chaos to explain to anyone else. Going to be on paradise for sure. Oh, for sure. Oh, I hope yeah, so. for sure. But she basically, he offers her the rose. She says no. Um, and that she just can't do that, whatever. So she, she goes home, um, which was a big nothing burger. And then we get the limo entrances again, not going to go through every single one, but basically, um, something that confused me when the first women, like first limo pulled up, they were all like screaming like banshees and they were like, he's so hot. And I was like, why are they acting like they're meeting a Jonas brother? No, literally. Like again. they were. It was the first time they were seeing him. They had not seen him before that moment. They were like, oh, he's actually cute. (laughs) Yeah, like Michelle's season has not aired at the point in which this is filming. So like they don't, yeah, they don't know what he looks like. Yeah, and so I'm just like, they're literally screaming like I would have screamed in the seventh grade at a Jonas Brothers concert. Like it's screaming like I screamed three months ago at the Jonas Brothers concert. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Uh, But like you too, I know. It it just, it was so childish. I was like, okay, like, if I'm the lead in a, I mean, I guess men, like, I don't know, but it, he like, loves if, it. He definitely loves it. Like, he's, if I'm the lead in a group of women roll up screaming, he's so hot. I'm like, okay. That would but, give me the instant ick. Instant ick, yeah. But, yeah. um, you know, I got to call out the Mizzou limo entrance. The girl comes up, gives him a little tiger because she went to uh, where the fuck she go, Clemson. And she was like, we're Clemson, both tigers. Yeah. And I was like, go tigers. You know, we love go to tigers, see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, go tigers. You know what I mean? Go cats. Um, and then one of my favorite sentences about The Bachelor is uttered when they're all sitting in the room waiting for Clayton to join them after the limo entrances. One of them goes, he's so excited to date us us he's so excited to date us i was like i was like that sentence is why people hate this show god damn it that's hysterical (laughs) the shit that this show can get away with is just so bonkers you know they're like so honored they're like he gets to date us all of us as the collective the collective we the royal we um that's hysterical i love that and kayla and i at this point have uh, we we now have some of the same favorites, but a standout for me from her intro package was Teddy. Yes, hundred um, percent. And she is like so cute, and I just like really like her. Um, she's very sweet. She made like little jokes to Clay to Colt Clayton. Colton now Clayton. Second, now I'm second guessing myself. I'm like, am I saying the right name? I'm not even drinking, and I don't know if I'm saying the right name or not. Yeah, you guys um, are really getting us unhinged. Neither of us are drinking. I'm so. like literally sober, and and somehow I'm worse. Um, so yeah, I really, we both really liked Teddy's first impression and I think she's very sweet. And then, um, I like Susie, but also I like Susie based off of last night. Yeah. Susie, I think is, is my current favorite. I do like Teddy a lot after the premiere, they were pretty tied, but now we've just seen more of Susie. So yeah, we've seen more Susie. Um, everyone else is a fucking guessing game. They all look the same. Like all, like all of the white blonde women, (laughs) I cannot tell them apart. Like, I'm like, I don't know who that, I don't know who that is. I yeah, don't know who no, that no is. idea. I don't know who that is. Susie. Even with the drama of episode two with Cassidy and um, Shanae, I was like, those are two different women. <laughs> right, <laughs> literally. Exactly the fucking same. Susie um, doesn't look like the other white women in the mm-hmm. house, but she does look identical to Debbie Ryan. 
Yes, she does. So if you're ever, and Debbie and Susie are both kind of like old She also looks kind of like Hannah Brown. Yes. I think. They've got the same like face shape type. If Debbie, Ryan, and Hannah Brown could have a child together, it would look like Susie. Agree. Totally agree. Yeah. Um, then we get a, a brief but very special <laughs> interlude by mine and Emily's actual favorite of the season, uh, Claire. So this Claire shit. living up to Wait, her name. Can I quickly can I quickly, very quickly talk about Jesse Palmer for one second? Oh yeah, no, of course. Just before we get into like the women, because I don't want to talk about Jesse Palmer again, ideally until the finale. Um, Jesse Palmer is the host now. He's fine. Like he's actually good. Like I think he's a good host. But yeah. uh one, he looks exactly like Clayton. Two, he, they keep talking about how he's married and he was The Bachelor a long time ago and now he's like, yeah. and I'm happily married now. He's not married to the right. person he left the show with. Like, and they, they're just kind of like very lightly glossing over it. Like, they're like, no, no, he's happy and he's married. And we're like, oh, with the person that he got engaged to on the show? No, okay, great, thank you. But they like, kind of do the me. same thing with Caitlin Bristow. They're like, oh, she's yes. engaged to Jason and blah, 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 blah. But like, Jason True. was not on her season. She didn't pick True. Jason. Like, yeah, I think it's a general thing, but also he's in Bachelor Nation. So yeah, it's more true. of like, it's like still like, a bachelor couple a a success story Jesse Palmer I'm like this is so fucking weird and he said it multiple times so far and I'm like what's going on like why are we pretending (laughs) he like that he's like a success also people were like people were talking about how now because Tasha is no longer engaged to Zach she's not gonna be able to host anymore and I was like I think that's it was Zachary reality um this is his third strike by the way (laughs) on this podcast he was like she's not gonna be able to host anymore she's not engaged to someone from bachelor nation and i was like that's like blatantly false because jesse palmer is married to someone random like and also it literally doesn't matter caitlin hosted um i think when she hosted katie's season i don't think she was engaged yet no she wasn't and right wells hosts like quote unquote host paradise and he's engaged to someone or married to someone who's not in bachelor like I was like that's yeah. the stupidest take I've ever heard especially now with this Jesse Palmer character uh, <laughs> as if I like Weird. don't know who he is Down. I'm like this this Jesse Palmer um fellow um he's fine he's actually a good host like I don't mean yeah. that to discredit him as a host I think he's fine I think he has the bachelor experience I think he's a good match for Clayton as a host yeah but they keep being like he's happily married and I'm like yeah to just like a woman he met way after the show. <laughs> like, Down with um, Zachary Reality, up with Feminist Mama on TikTok. Correct, correct. That's and what we That's the take of the day, babe. That's yeah. what we would like to promote. Anyways, so uh, then we get to living up to her namesake uh, of chaos. Claire enters the scene, but unlike her namesake, Emily and I are obsessed with this Claire. I'm obsessed with her. I think she's so she, funny. People are like shitting on her on the internet. I'm like, no, care. she is the only real bitch who has entered this game. So basically she sets up a little tailgate for um, Clayton. That's like her like little shtick. He, he played football, big football school, whatever. She sets up a tailgate. It was very elaborate. I was like, look It was kind of a like, cute idea though. Like, yeah, it, like she it was, oh, had very the wings, yeah. she had the cornhole, she had all this shit. Um, and it was really cute. And it just like, it's night one. Like this would have been cute to set up in like week three when you could have more time with him, but there's 30 women there. Like there's not enough time for him to sit at your tailgate for a half an hour and talk to you. So he gets like pulled away after like five minutes and Claire is pissed because she set up this whole thing or she had production set it up, which like I get, but it's also night one. Like he was never going to spend that much time with you. Mm -mm. And she decides that she hates him. 
And she says it. She's like, I don't like him. I'm not attracted to him. He's too nice. I don't want to be with somebody that nice. I don't want to be, her direct quote is, I don't want to be with America's sweetheart. And she's like saying this to the other women who are all there to date Clayton. And they're all getting so pissed at her. But I'm like, why are you getting pissed at her? Like, like, if she leaves, like, that's better odds for you, bitch. Like, yeah, she doesn't want your man. How could that be bad news? <laughs> she was just like, someone had a picture of him and she was like looking at it. And she's like, yeah, ew, no, nothing. <laughs> it was killing me. Killing it was me. so funny. It was hilarious. And she just kept fucking talking about it too, which is like me as hell. Like if I'm mad about yes. something, I'm not going to shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> like, like my relatable queen. Like, it was just like, hey, let it die. I will not. Um, one more thing. I'm going to keep talking about this forever. Uh, like- you want to know my other point, too? I challenge all the people who were bitching about her online. Would you have preferred if she stuck around and faked it for, quote, unquote, the wrong reasons, and then we had to debate that for the entire season? Or would you rather 10 highly entertaining minutes of her talking about how she's not attracted to him and she can't stand him and she wants to go home? And it was more effective. I'm going to think about her forever. Like, (laughs) if she had stayed, I would be like, oh, and then I, like, wouldn't think about her again. I'm going to think about her every day for the rest of my life. Like that was so funny, dude. That was excellent TV. Excellent television. And one of the girls ends up goes going and telling Clayton. And she was like, look, I really think you should know that a girl is walking around saying she hates you. And then Clayton proposed because he's an idiot. No, I'm just kidding. But he's like, I wouldn't have been surprised at all if Clayton had been like, will you accept this rose? First impression (laughs) rose. Like, he's like so stupid. But um, no, yeah, poor thing. It's like, imagine being told that like your first night meeting someone, they're like, by the way, they hate you. All 30 of these people are just there to date you. And one sent herself home before the night even started. One is like, I fucking hate him. (laughs) He's off to a rocky start. Now this is the, obviously he sends her home, but this is the point that I would like to interject that the girl who entered, I believe in a bathtub, her name was Samantha. Mm -hmm. She also self-eliminated night one and they cut it. Um, Which is very weird. I don't know if they were just like, okay, like one is dramatic, two is hilarious, three starts to make Clayton look bad. Three is, three is upsetting. Like three is upsetting. <laughs> but I guess she she posted it on her Instagram. She was like, I know people like have been DMing me asking where I was at the rose ceremony. I wasn't at the rose ceremony because I also self-eliminated night one. And she like went Dude. on to talk about how it wasn't dramatic or anything. She just wasn't feeling it. And so she sent herself home. But I was like, ABC very purposely was like, okay, yeah. the first one was dramatic because it was supposed to be her wedding. The second one was funny because she was walking around talking about how much she hated him. Because <laughs> she was <laughs> out of her mind. The third one, they're like, oh no, she just didn't fucking well, like him. Yeah, it's like, fool me thrice. <laughs> like, we need to we need to shut the production down. Like, it's something wrong. <laughs> like, that would have sent Clayton to like an early grave if they had aired that. Right. Because um, so everyone she- in America would have been like, oh. Nobody likes him. (laughs) Right. So he set a new franchise record high of having three of his contestants self-eliminate night one. Now, all I got to say about that is like, I don't think there's anything that wrong with Clayton. Like if I'm there night one, like, I don't know that anything he did was so egregious for someone to be like, I fucking hate this guy. (laughs) I think like I could see myself. This is again, where I see myself in Claire. 
I'm like not super attracted to Clayton, like as a type, like I like physically, not even like he's too nice. Like I, I mean, I have said that, but also (laughs) yeah, I do say that about literally my boyfriend, but like, other than that, I'm not really attracted to like his like physical vibe. Like just the way he looks. I don't think he's an unattractive person. I'm just not particularly attracted to him. That being said, I still don't think I would self-eliminate night one. Right. Like, I think it's like, oh, you know, first impression is not that he's the hottest guy I've ever seen, but like, let's see where this goes for another week or two. And then if I'm like, no, I'll leave. Like, I'm not doing it to like stick around or whatever. But it is interesting that like three of them were like, immediately now, immediately now. (laughs) I've seen what (laughs) I needed to see. I've seen what I needed to see. Immediately now. Um, So that is funny to me. But yeah, so three. Three. Three of them. Night one, baby. Um, so besides his three night one eliminations, something that went positively was his first impression Rose went to Teddy, um, who's super sweet. All the girls were very jealous per always. Um, but yeah, so she, I hope her fate is, is not following the path of Abigail or Hannah Godwin or like, I yeah. like, I, cause sometimes the first impression Rose people get forgotten about, but I feel like yeah. he has a really strong connection with Teddy. Mm-hmm. So I hope it it keeps well, going. Well, based on but... the fact that we've seen the top two, I couldn't tell you who they are because I don't know what who any of these bitches are. Again, like all the blonde ones. But <laughs> something that funny. someone, I think it was Caitlin Bristow pointed out on her Instagram, people were like, how do you feel about them revealing top two? And Caitlin was like, did they? And yeah, they do I, edit. I mean, I was thinking that yeah. too, yeah. The w- I will say the, tra- the way the trailer for the season is edited, yes, we see two women standing there, but there's also like a very large fixture to the right of one of them. Like there could have been more women standing there that just aren't yeah. visible in the shot. That's um, true. So I would like to believe they weren't stupid enough to show us who the top two are, but it's it, everything is possible with these fucking people. Yeah, I mean, so. these, the audacity, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I think that's been a big thing on social media as people like, we've literally seen the top two and it's like, it's possible that they edited it. I could also see the people that they showed being 100% Clayton's type and them being the top two. Because, yeah. Um, but who knows? We'll see. But yes, I do really like Teddy and I do hope she stays for a while because like, I'm a fan. Me too. I like her a lot. Um, and then the end of the episode, uh, they do a toast to finding love. And then one of them so brilliantly says girl power in the toast. Um, anyway, so um, episode and two. They, they toast to like, they toast like to the nicest and kindest group of women I've ever had the pleasure of being around. And then it cuts immediately to the preview where they're all yelling at each other and calling each other psychotic bitches. <laughs> I fucking love cinema. <laughs> the duality of woman. I love fine art. Um, <laughs> like, it was mwah, chef's kiss. I was like, thank you so much, honestly. And like, this is the thing. I love The Bachelorette because men are so stupid and it's a bunch of men <laughs> talking about a woman and like kind of like having dude fights over her, which is always entertaining. But unfortunately, we've just gotten oversaturated with it recently. Like, I'm looking forward to some girl drama again. Like, we haven't had it in a minute. I love love The Bachelorette because men are stupid. And I love The Bachelor because men are stupid. And and I love Bachelor in Paradise because, you guessed it, men are stupid. Like, (laughs) I just be loving this shit because men are stupid. 
<laughs> but also just like I love some like as as much as like the feminist in me is quaking at the at yeah. the sentence I'm about to say like I love a good girl fight on this show oh, I do yeah. like it is so rich like you know they're all gonna leave and meet up in New York City in two months anyway. Like who fuck you know like yeah, it's like, no drama. It's great TV and they'll all be friends in two months. Who cares? Right and like never forget like the fights over like as much as like ba- the Bachelor tried to make Champagne Gate a thing and like that's not what anybody called it. Like that was such a priceless fight. Like it was just so stupid. It and shaped it, me. It lasted so long. Like it was great. And boy, did it land. Like, boy, did it land. Like, boy, did it land. Excellence. TV, television excellence. Like, they do know how to make good TV. They just yeah. make too much of it. Stop making so much. <laughs> Something that I did notice in the intro that they have started to take our note on, uh, ours specifically, most likely. Yeah, they listen. Yeah. Is they that to us. on Bachelor in Paradise, when they do the little job descriptions and they make them funny, they have started to do that on The Bachelor and Bachelorette, which they used to not do. But I forget the name of the girl, but in the beginning of her intro package, she was one of the ones they gave a package to where she was talking about how she's a virgin and all this stuff. Then when they interviewed I think it was her- te- I think it was Teddy, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, I think Teddy is. Oh, okay. Someone, as they go through the episode, whenever that person would talk again, it would say virgin as like their job description, which they've done here and there in the past. Yeah. Like, I remember when Heather was on Colton season, it was like never been kissed under her name <laughs> yeah. or whatever, which was again, that's, that one is so, that's like borderline mean, but like, if you're going to make it your thing, stick to your guns, babe. Yeah. And then Heather, like, that's like a true bachelor nation tragedy. Like Heather was like, I've been waiting like 22 years to have my first kiss. And then it was with Colton. And like, then he ended up being uh, the second worst only to Peter Weber. Yeah. So anyways, what a (laughs) hall of fame of losers. Um, the loser (laughs) hall of fame is just like Peter and Colton. I'm so happy for Hannah. Ari actually just broke out. Like he just got out of the loser hall of fame, like not too long ago. (laughs) I'm so Um, happy for Hannah Brown and her current boyfriend because they seem really sweet and really happy, but the loser hall of fame is literally Hannah Brown's exes. It's her literally. Jed, it's Peter, it's Colton, it's, I mean, it is a graveyard like, over there. Tyler scraped by because he has abs. Like, <laughs> like no, he's Tyler, uh, we like him, but. Tyler was saved when Gigi Hadid said she would date him. Like, yeah. that is what oh, saved Tyler. Spared, spared <laughs> by the hand of God, okay? Um, dude, no, yeah. So anyway, the Loser Hall of Fame. Cool. Uh, the that title of the said, episode, the Loser Hall of the Fame. The Loser Hall of Fame, <laughs> me. Um, that being said, yeah. And then he gives roses to a bunch of people and he also doesn't give roses to a bunch of people. And we don't know any of their names from (laughs) top to bottom. I don't know which is which. If you showed me both, like, like pictures of both the people that stayed and the people that left, I wouldn't know the difference. I'd be like, I don't know (laughs) which ones are still here. Hmm." I'd be like, which one is Debbie Ryan? And that's the one that stayed. Yeah, like, right. So anyway, that being said, moving right along to this week's episode. Two, which this should be pretty brief because it was a pretty standard Bachelor episode, but basically the girls move into the mansion. They're all excited. Um, of course, they had to stand out on the balcony and scream Clayton. The huge, you know, nothing, another, nothing strayed from the, I too, from the format. When I, when I wake in the morning, I too step out on my balcony and scream Clayton for no reason, for no good reason. So. Um. Yes, they scream Clayton. I wrote down that Rachel the pilot is a cutie. I don't remember why I said that, but she's also rising in the ranks for me. I think of, I like her. Yeah, I do like Of her. someone I like, yeah. Um, the date card says, this is what dreams are made of. 
And last season, we said that Andy Grammer was too famous to be on this show. I stand by that because it's true, but it only got weirder. If I, as much as we come to not like Cassidy, Cassidy was the only person who had a worthy reaction to Hillary Duff being there. Like screaming and being like, you were the first concert I ever went to. Like same. She was my first concert. I was like, if I was on a date with some mediocre white man and all of a sudden Hillary Duff walks in, I too am forgetting he's there. Well, and that's what was so jarring about Cassidy is that then she like steals him away so many times to like go just hang out with him. And I'm like, if you're going to not participate in the date, to hang out with Hillary Duff, I get it a hundred percent. Right. But she was like not participating in the date to hang out with Clayton. And I was like, I'm confused. Like why? <laughs> right. What, what's going on? Um, but yeah, that was an appropriate reaction because I would have literally. I would have lost my myself. fucking mind. I would have lost I would have thrown mind. up. I would have cried. This episode had two amazing group date hosts. And I was like, where has this fucking been? Like obviously yeah. COVID, but also like, where has this been? And also you can tell that Hillary Duff is like a real celebrity because she's the only person that they could give these stupid scripted date things to. And she made it sound natural. And like, it was something that she herself was generating. I was like, I God, I fucking love her. She's an amazing actor. Um, (laughs) Perhaps you've seen her work. (laughs) Perhaps you've seen her work in Lizzie McGuire and the Lizzie McGuire movie. Perhaps you've seen her work in Raise Your Voice. She's a phenomenal actress. That's an excellent fucking movie. I'm also deciding um, for my own personal piece to, I've decided to view the How I Met Your Father, like reboot, whatever, as the Lizzie McGuire reboot. And so in my mind, it's just Lizzie McGuire, but she's grown up in Dayton. You know what I mean? That's what I've decided for my own peace of mind because that Lizzie McGuire reboot got canceled. We were robbed, yeah. Yeah, we were totally robbed, but like we are getting Hillary Duff. So I'm just going to decide that they're one thing and I'll miss Gordo and Miranda, but like, I'll be okay. She's got new friends. She's an adult. We're going with it. It's Lizzie McGuire, baby. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I wish they had just named her Lizzie. Like they could have given her just a different like, last name, but just like, right. <laughs> let us believe. Like she you changed know. her identity. Her name is Lizzie. I don't know what also you're like about. not to discredit Hillary Duff's acting chops in any capacity, but Hillary Duff more or less is Lizzie McGuire in every project she does. So like, yeah. it won't take that much effort for you to no. think that she's Lizzie McGuire, you know? No, I'll just like ignore it. Every time they say her name, I'm like, no. <laughs> So anyway, stay quieter. Um, ah. So yeah, Hillary Duff is at the date. They're organizing a birthday party for a child. This is my absolute nightmare of a date. I can't think of something I'd rather do less. Honestly, Cassidy was a bitch about it. Like I would put on my game face and do my best, but like the way that Cassidy was reacting was exactly how I would want to be reacting. Yeah, no, fair enough. I think they're really laying on thick. Like the only thing about Clayton is that kids love him fish fear him like that's like (laughs) fish fear me women love me that's like really all that they're sticking to and so once again it's like look how good he is with kids and like he does want kids it's like a big thing for whatever so for some of the women this was their chance to be like I will be the future mother of your children and for Cassidy she was like no thank you um he was like I will be the fun drunk aunt to your siblings children he's like I'm good and she basically <laughs> says to the kids, she's like, I don't really like children. Uh, and the girl is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, she's literally sitting there making faces. She's like, what is, who invited this girl? And she basically tells them that much. And then she's like, I'm sorry, I don't know how to interact with kids, whatever. But during the whole date, 
she leaves the girl she was supposed to be working with to build a playhouse and then goes and is like pulls Clayton and they just like go make out by the pool. And she does this more than once. Yeah, And like, times. this is where I'm like, Clayton, the whole point of this date is to like see the women interact with kids. Something that you have said, something that you've made your whole personality. Like liking yeah. kids is what kids and puppies. Like Clayton was like, those are my things. You know what I mean? I'm so lovable. So <laughs> <laughs> this is, I'm like, dude, oh my god like you're so stupid he's just like immediately is drawn to the one woman who wants nothing to do with the children and I'm like do you see how this is going to backfire for you later or yeah. no <laughs> are we thinking <laughs> like, about the long term of our actions like what are what's going on you know what I mean and like Hillary knows the tea because she oh, is like an in yeah. the moment and she's like I see the game that Cassidy is playing and I don't think she's going to make many friends here and I was like if I were Cassidy, who obviously loves Hillary Duff, and I were watching this back, hearing Hillary Duff saying that about me, I'm not even saying this to be dramatic. I would contemplate death. That's the other thing. It's like, don't even participate in the date to impress Clayton. I kind of said this. Do it to impress your idol, the love of your life and icon, Hillary Duff. Right. Like, I would like, never I would want be, to embarrass myself in front of that woman. I would be on my hands and knees building that playhouse and be like, Hillary, does it look good? <laughs> what do you think? Like, I would be just like, covered in dirt like really putting my elbow grease into it just to impress her make her proud yeah. so that was also wild because I was like this is like your idol and you're just like I'm gonna go over here let's make out and then she like drops the or throws the cake or whatever I was like no you're yeah. a mess that was definitely a producer prompted moment when yeah. she um picks up the cake that I believe it was Genevieve had been working on like the whole time yeah um Cassidy picks it up and goes to give it to the child whose birthday it was and Genevieve is obviously so upset I'm like Cassidy sucks but I don't think she would have thought to pick up the cake and go give it to the kid unless someone had told her to do like, that oh, go do that right yeah so she does that the cake falls it's the whole freaking thing meanwhile we cut back to the house the remaining women are there we find out that Susie is getting the one-on-one again Susie is the one that looks identical to Debbie Ryan so we find out she's going to be getting the one-on-one and then more or less back to our thematic recap because nothing interesting happens we go to the night portion and Cassidy ends up getting group date rose after being totally insufferable the entire time which leads us to believe that Clayton does not know how to make a good decision he's not doing dumb things on purpose um yeah no and like all obviously all the women have been talking about it all day and are like dude she didn't participate in the date at all this sucks because I actually tried and now she's gonna get the rose whatever so she gets the rose Uh, who's surprised who saw this coming except everyone and that's our first group date Yeah. So then we go to Susie's one-on-one, which is like, let's go to new heights or whatever is the date card. So she's like, I don't know if I'm going to be bungee dumping or skydiving or whatever. I would be shitting my pants if I got that date card. I would have been like, I'm going to die. You know what I'm going to be doing? Shitting my pants. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care Um, what we're doing. I'm going to be, I'd be shitting. I'd be blowing up. My my IBS flare up would be so incredible if I saw that date card. So anyway, yeah, it's the classic date Uh, card that we get actually I think we get this one actually not not only once a season. I think we get it like once a month. Uh, like, like this date card repeats for sure. Let's take our love to new heights. Jesus Christ. So they're doing something high up. As and this one was, I think, honestly, the least offensive one she could have gotten. Yes. They went in a helicopter. They were like going above LA. It was really cool. Of course, the helicopter pilot takes them over the bachelor mansion so that they can rub it in all the other girls' faces that they're in the helicopter. Yeah. Um. 
And then once they're done on the helicopter, again, another bachelor classic. They're in a hot tub. Um, how many of them could we get in one date? They, she had a couple in one date. She had helicopter, yeah. hot tub, and private concert. Like, and private she, concert. Getting the trifecta. By one, of, by one of the other women in the mansion. No, I'm just kidding. She just looked like it. Uh, <laughs> she was <laughs> yeah. also she was also just like looked like a Barbie. I was like, wait, is she a contestant or no? <laughs> um, and then it was funny because they're in the hot tub. Like, I'm pretty sure they were looking overlooking the water when they were in the hot tub. And he was like, yeah, this isn't the average um, weekend for me. And she was like, oh, it's not average or whatever. Just like kind of like teasing him because it's obviously like a very like bougie thing that they're doing. And uh, he's like, no, the only time you ever really find me on a boat is if I'm on a lake. And I was like, that's the most Missouri shit he could have possibly said. He should wear, he should wear one of those hats that's like, I'm from Missouri. Fish, fish fear me. <laughs> Women love me. Fish fear me. Um, he seems like he fishes. And well, that's he definitely not a compliment. Fishes. That's not a compliment. If I say that about a guy, I'm like, if actually I'm going to start saying that about guys at bars, then I can go back to the bar again in eight years. You seem like you fish. And if they take it as a compliment, right away. I mean, it's always a red flag no matter what, because I'm usually saying this to people to get them to leave me alone. But that's a huge I... red flag if they're like, thank you. No. He definitely, <laughs> I, meant it, I meant it disrespectfully. You seem like you fish. <laughs> he and his buddies definitely rent a house in the Ozarks every summer and, and like go on boats and fish. Like that is definitely what he does. Um, yeah. But then they go to the dinner portion. They have a very nice conversation. They talk about their families, um, about how both their parents have been married for like relatively 30 years. Um, and she starts to talk about how her dad had some health issues and what really she thinks pulled him through his little stint with his health issues was that he had just had a grandson born. It was like her brother's son and he really wanted to meet his grandson. And she was like, my family is just so tight and so connected. And like, that's what I want for myself. And that seems like something that Susie and Clayton both definitely bond on. Yeah. Um, I liked this first date, the first one-on-one, we always talk about like going too deep on the first one-on-one versus not yeah. going deep enough. Perfect amount of depth. Perfect amount. Perfect yeah. amount. Cause it, it like, like you said, like kind of bonded them, I think. And it's like something that they have in common is like their family and their love for their family. And it was a personal story, but it wasn't something that was like manipulatively. Right. It wasn't like manipulative. Yeah. It wasn't like, feel bad for me so that you love me. Like it was just like, ah, you know, like it was really great. 10 out of 10 love Susie. Yeah. She handled it really well. And also like, you know, it's not that any type of person or family dynamic is right or wrong. It's just people with, with similar dynamics, a lot of times bond on this show. Like we've had leads that don't have great relationships with their parents and they tend to bond with contestants that have a similar upbringing for Susie and Clayton. It's kind of the exact opposite. They both have really healthy, happy family lives. And so therefore they're both really looking for that. Um, And like Clayton says, he's like, those are the relationships in my life that matter. Like my relationship with my family matters. And like, I want that for myself when I have my own family. So they connect, they bond, um, they go to a private concert uh, with another person we've never heard of singing a song I've never heard before. And it was like kind of too romantic for the event. Like sometimes the songs that they do at the private concerts are like cute, like we just met and I have a crush on you kind of songs. And like, this was like a wedding song. No, this was like, well, they announced it as they were like singing. I choose you. I choose you is one of my favorite Sarah Bareilles songs, but it's literally about 
being with like this the song she sang was not the Sarah Bareilles song by the way I got excited I was about to say, I was like, it what? was not it was her own song but I got excited I was like oh my god I choose you but just the message of I choose you as a song title tells you everything you need to know that's like a wedding song like yeah, like just 100%. that title alone tells you that's the song that you dance to with like your soulmate not on like your first date with some guy you know what I mean with so some guy named was, Clayton with some guy named Clayton um, it was very intense for a first date. I was like, oh, normally these are just kind of like some song that's like, you make me happy. Like, <laughs> instead of yeah. like, I choose you to be my life partner. Like, <laughs> that was insane. I, like, when we said some guy named Clayton, um, it brought me back to an earlier note that I made. And it was when they keep showing previews of the rest of the season. And it's just like so many women crying. And I just like, I can't imagine crying over this man on national TV. No. He He's just doesn't. literally just some guy mean Clayton like like he's just some guy I say that every season about whoever we're talking about but like this guy especially all the bachelorettes some fucking guy all the bachelorettes were like their ethereal earth angel goddess supermodel couldn't be more attractive stunning human beings and then the men were like this is just some fucking guy it's literally like you could have drawn a stick figure on a piece of paper and I would feel the same emotion towards that <laughs> as I do most of these men that they choose. Yeah. He's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with him. There's not a lot right with him. He's just <laughs> some guy. Like wild. Wild. So anyway, but we love Susie. I'm a fan yeah, of Susie. I do like Susie a lot. Um so then we go to our second group date. Um which is again hosted by a great a great host they got z-way i was like dude this week would have i would have been pissed i couldn't be on both dates i fucking love z-way the girls who got hillary duff were like what do you mean you guys got z-way and vice versa yeah (laughs) and it's also like this just shows the fucking budget discrepancy between the bachelorette and the bachelor because that's insane hillary duff and z-way that's just in one episode like other other shows in the franchise i mean paradise you know really pulled it out with david spade but like other than that, yeah lance bass but like the bachelorette gets so so shit on like that's just it really does stupid. it's because women anyway. are smarter and the tv is therefore yeah. the tv is more boring and therefore less people watch yeah they really they literally just want people to watch this so they're like yeah z-way too i was like dude that's fucking so sick i love her so z-way was hosting like the portion of the date where they were ba- it's called like red flags and they're basically all um saying like deal they have to they have a paddle that says um like I have or I have not and they raise it for certain relationship red flags so she says things like have you ever cheated on a partner have you ever sent a nude picture um and the key takeaway of this little portion is that Clayton puts up his paddle that he has for sent a nude photo um which is confirmed because every woman in the state of Missouri has matched on Hinge according to TikTok <laughs> and so they're all like yeah I got nudes from Clayton so like Clayton loves a nude is what we're learning he like he's he's generous with his nudes he passes them out like pamphlets in the 1800s you know that we're not supposed to talk about people's bodies, but like I do wonder if Clayton's packing. I do want to know, and I'm gonna like ask that, uh, either that thing is banging or he's compensating. And yeah, that's but, all like, I'll he's, say. He's so confidently sending pictures of it. Like, Actually, it might be his only personality trait. Now that you mention true. it, that's true. Like if he's really because like most guys, like 
they have other things going on. So they're like, no, I'm not just, yeah. you know, I mean, not most guys, actually. Most guys are like Clayton <laughs> in that they're like too confident about it. Um, but like normal people are like, no, you know, I'm not going to do that because I have other things going for me. Not Clayton, Clayton strikes me as the type who would be like, <laughs> look at my dick. You want to see my penis? <laughs> and, <laughs> hey, I know I have the personality of white bread. Would seeing my penis change anything? Like, and it's like, no. And also, like, we said it when we saw the trailer for the season. Like, they want us to know that Clayton fucks. Yeah. It's just they confirmation. Do. It's just confirmation. Yeah, so, anyways, I just thought it, they're I like, thought he's not like, he's not like Colton. He fucks. <laughs> he's nothing like Colton. He fucks literally that's exactly the messaging we're all like he's exactly like colton and they're like you can't say that he's had sex boo (laughs) like okay they're like really laying that on for us because they want to differentiate between the two of them which is impossible because they're the same one plus one equals jesse palmer literally Um, so that being said cassidy was the unbearable one on the last group date and then now her bff in the house shanae who looks identical to her is being the unbearable one on this date they like they literally strategized like they sat at the mansion and and cassidy was like they're both totally viewing this as a competition not one of them is actually interested in clayton like cassidy is literally saying if you want to get further in this competition this is what you have to do and shanae is like okay boss and then she goes in and is equally <laughs> okay, as boss. Unsuffer- <laughs> it's like a gangster <laughs> okay boss and she like sheaths her gun and goes into <laughs> no i do have to say that i think cassidy and shanae are a more annoying version of what you and I would be on this show oh, yeah. like we would be sitting by ourselves talking Bro, shit if they still had winter games you and I would conquer in the same way that these two are conquering <laughs> but unfortunately they're not on winter games they're on the bachelor so like relax right you know <laughs> um so they so Shanae is being unbearable she does not have the same luck as Cassidy in the sense that uh Clayton definitely does not feel as strong a connection to Shanae as he does to Cassidy no. Um, so she does not luck out with the group date rose. Um, I didn't even write down who did. I was literally just thinking, I don't know who got it. I don't remember. But um, basically, Yikes. Shanae, in a fit of rage, decides to just stir the pot. Mm-hmm. And this is one of my favorite ways that people will bring up drama to the lead. Because normally if they're bringing up drama to the lead, it's like, someone said something about you or is really disrupting the the like dynamic of the house. No, Shanae was like, I personally have been attacked. So she goes to Clayton and she's like, Elizabeth is two-faced and she and I were friends and now she ignores me when I talk. Um, Which sounds to me like a fucking personal problem, Shanae. But okay, go nuts, you know? So she like brings it up to Clayton and he's like, oh, I don't like to hear that people are two-faced. Again, idiot. This is none of your business. Like just... like this is one of the times I'm like the lead needs to stay the fuck out of it like it is literally who cares who cares I were the bachelorette and a guy said to me like that guy's really two-faced I'd be like okay like (laughs) to you what do you want me to do about it go cry about it baby like (laughs) I I would bully them um no but I was like like this was like so stupid so then he calls Elizabeth and he like tells Elizabeth what Shanae said and Elizabeth's like what like what are you talking about why is she targeting me? I literally what did nothing mean? wrong. What do you mean? <laughs> so then she tries to talk to Shanae about it. And Shanae is like, gives the example. She's like, we were by the pool 
and you were ignoring me. And she was like, Elizabeth very candidly says, I have ADHD and I have trouble sometimes like focusing in and listening on like more than one thing. And she was like, we were talking with someone else. And so I was probably just like focusing on what they were saying rather than what you were saying. Um, because that's like something that's hard for me. A very, very valid reason to like not listen yeah. to every, to not hang on every word that Shanae says. To be fair, I wouldn't anyway. Like, <laughs> But like she gives a very valid response and Shanae is like, no, no, I will bully her senselessly for having ADHD <laughs> and for saying so. I... And it's like, ridiculous ridiculous it, it turns into like a it, it, she's just she's just trying to be on the map at this point so she's just starting yeah. a fight for no fucking reason and elizabeth seems fine like she's fine she's probably she's not fine. someone he's I like super her. interested I in but yeah. she's fine which is also why it's so weird that shanae targeted her i'm like i don't think that you have that much to worry about bestie like i think he probably likes her just fine but like yeah it's not like she's like you know nobody's a front runner right now it's fucking week two so I do also just want to give a quick shout out to the icon of the episode, Marlena, who is a former Olympian. Yes. And complimented her for running fast and was like, you were like an Olympian out there. And she so, chef's kiss, so casually goes, I am an Olympian, bro. Knocked my socks off my fucking feet. I was like, what a fucking legend. What a fucking icon. Make her the bachelorette right now. And then right she now. goes, she goes, we have to race. And he was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, Clayton yeah. is like, I'm fully like, not racing an Olympian. <laughs> he like barely played football. Like, <laughs> like, he's like, no, I've never run before. Clayton's like, I, Clayton's like, I ran a total of 14 yards. Like, like literally. I'm not, we're not. Um, <laughs> I just had to give a shout out. Cause it was, it was, it's iconic that she's an Olympian. It's also just so fucking iconic the way she said it. Like it was nothing. She's like, I am ah, amazing. Stellar. Absolutely stellar shit. I was like, yeah. knocked my socks off. It was beautiful. Incredible. It really was. More of her. Um, so. I also wanted to point out um, a highlight. You know, when when contestants are on this show, um, they're asked to fill out a questionnaire at the beginning of things that they are afraid of, of course, going to be exploited. Like, you know, the bitch that writes yeah. down she's afraid of heights is going to get sent skydiving. Yeah. I'm wondering how many of them wrote down that they were afraid of cow's milk and that's why they were required ah. to chug it. None of those bitches have drank milk from a cow in five years. I'm willing to bet. They are I'm all. One of, I'm one of them, baby. I would suffer. Yeah. They are all <laughs> oat milk, them. latte, soy milk uh, drinking. Absolutely. Not one of those bitches drinks dairy. I guarantee. Oh, yeah. Because that was like the whole second part of the day. I honestly wasn't paying that much attention. But yeah, we we didn't even really talk about it. It's like the second part of the day. It's like one of those physical challenge things. I hate when they do that. Whatever. Um, But they did it. And it mm-hmm. was it was physical and the bit the best part was marlena being a fucking legend and the fastest really person on earth like so fucking cool anyway just just like love love because because here's here's why because when a guy goes on this show on the bachelorette and is like an athlete it's his entire personality it's an, his entire state of being for like years clay harbor will never live down the fact that he played football <laughs> yeah. he is a football player and that's his whole thing but when Marlena does it, it's like a casual part of her personality. And also she's like so cool for so many other reasons. And that's why I've decided that I'm her biggest fan. <laughs> Cause she was just yeah. like, yeah, like it was so cool. I was like, you're awesome. Anyway, just she's, like, to shout her she's out. like, I'm hot. I'm cool. I'm smart. I'm funny. Oh, and also I'm an Olympian. Also, I'm an Olympian. No big deal. Yeah. Just 
And also wow. being an Olympian is like so much cooler than like Clayton being like, I played for Mizzou. Like, wow. Uh, <laughs> Aren't you embarrassed? She literally played for America, Clayton. What have you ever done? Um, so, <laughs> so that was a quick shout out before we get back to that. <laughs> mess. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, I don't know who got the group date, Rose. Neither of us no, know who got the group date, I don't date, remember. Rose. I don't remember. <laughs> And then this is where Emily is going to have to take it from here because I did not see the last 15 minutes of this episode. So Emily, take it away. So I was like cleaning. Cowboy, take me away. I was, cowboy, take me away. I was putting (laughs) away my Christmas tree during this. Hold on, I have to sneeze. Never mind. It went away. So anyway, that Rona Rona, though. So, but basically what happens is um Shanae keeps like making fun of Elizabeth for having ADHD like she keeps bringing it up we're at the cocktail party now before the rose ceremony and she's like kind of like she basically says in front of everyone like to Elizabeth you told me you have ADHD so like everyone on the group date hears that which is like not their business to know if Elizabeth didn't tell them and so then she like Elizabeth says like you told everyone that I have ADHD and she's like no you told everyone like she's like being super rude and then she's like did you know she has ADHD she like keeps bringing it up is being just like nasty like not okay I was like absolutely not this is not okay behavior from anybody and just like terrible terrible shit and then it is revealed and we get almost our vengeance on Cassidy except we have to wait two weeks for it but it is revealed one of the women goes to Clayton and tells him that Cassidy has talked about this friend with benefits she has back home who she told before she came on the show like he was like well I'll be here waiting for you when you get back from your filming she basically told him like she didn't tell him what the filming was for and she basically was like yeah you know I'll be back whatever so this and there's there's it's on camera like they should they roll the tape they're like evidence bitch of her saying that, of her telling the women about him. So then this woman goes, this other woman goes to Clayton and tells him and is like, Cassidy has someone at home that she's like, that is waiting on her, that she's like planning to go back to. And the episode ends with Clayton going to Jesse Palmer and saying, has anyone ever taken back a rose? And we don't get a rose ceremony and we don't have an episode next week because it's Martin Luther King Day. So we have to wait two weeks for the rose ceremony and to see what happens next. I would just like to thank The Bachelor for getting on our schedule since we agreed to do bi-weekly. They also agreed to do bi-weekly, which is just like very kind of them. Um, They said, sure thing. (laughs) Sure Sure thing, thing. top reporters. (laughs) Sure thing. You're our Bachelor correspondents, baby. Um, What would we do without your coverage? Get out there. They like smack our butts as we run out into the field. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's the episode. And like Kayla said, honestly, Aside from the fact that, like, I really don't know anyone's name yet, which I do feel bad about because I feel like I'm normally a little bit better at learning more people's names, but I've been, I like, kind of, I've been, yeah, I've been, like, kind of half watching, but it is very interesting TV, so that's good. Interesting meaning, like, it's catty and bratty and horrible, but interesting. that's what we love. So um, that's the episode, and now with the most heartbreaking Bachelor Nation news in the history of the world, let me break out my tissues. Um, the Rona and the news. Um, so it has been speculated, and I believe it is true, that Riley and Marissa have called it quits. Which is so sad. I'm which sad. Which is very sad. And, like, 
paradise is one of those things where like the couples don't make it that often but they do make it more often than the main shows yeah honestly and like riley and marissa were like strong like the fact that like we were you know when when it happened we were like kenny and mari like i don't think they're gonna last riley marissa i was like very confident about me too pretty heartbreaking um and i feel really i just feel for both of them obviously that's really hard and i think that they both felt very confident as well as as we did yeah and then like kind of tea um i don't want to like speculate because there's no like whatever but she confirmation but yeah she posted something to her story and it was um uh, it was like a, like a dumb, like quote, like Pinterest picture. And it said like, all that glitters is not gold. And yeah. she put like the hundred emoji on it a bunch of times and stuff. So I was like, mm, okay, I'm starting to send some tea about Riley, yeah. um, which I don't love, but we'll see. Um, yeah. And also else. like, basically the reason people are speculating is like, she posted that she posted, like her sister sent her like a care package and was like, never forget how amazing you are. And then she posted like a mirror video and you like she wasn't wearing her ring and then also she's deleted basically all their pictures she's deleted has deleted all their pictures together like back until the people magazine shoot that they did right after paradise which she probably contractually is not supposed to delete so (laughs) right I yeah I suspect that they are broken up um Riley officially stated it but yeah Riley I just checked he still has everything up which leads me to believe that this was a Marissa decision like the all the glitters is not gold like that kind of thing like I think that this was a Marissa decision it leads me to believe it was a Marissa decision because of a Riley action wrong yeah I don't even want something wrong doing action something he did I don't know this is all speculation it might be just like a totally amicable breakup and he's not someone who deletes pictures who's to say but he's he's not petty like we are yeah like comb comb my instagram you won't see one of those motherfuckers on there like putting my fucking monocle on i'm like let me take a closer look like nobody (laughs) fucking like who cares um but we don't know what happened but yeah i don't want to believe i don't want to i don't want to believe it it's the same when tasha and zach broke up i was like i refuse (laughs) it's not true but also like maybe this is just me clinging on to like false hope because I love Zach and Tasha so much, but like, they still like all of each other's posts. Oh, I didn't they, know that. Yeah. They still like, like all of each other's Instagram posts. Like she has liked a bunch of his tweets recently about release recovery. So they definitely seem amicable at the very least. Mm-hmm. Like they're still liking it. Like she posted like a selfie the other day that she looked stunning in and he liked it. Yeah. So them, and she did say at the reunion, like, I don't know what's coming down the road. I just know for right now, like we're not together. Yeah. And so I am still, I, I have a little, it's not a Me ship. Too. It's not a ship. It is a, it's a little rowboat out to water yeah. in the hopes that they will reconnect. Cause I do think it's possible. They're at the very I least too. amicable. I do too. And I think, I think it's very, very likely that they like still communicate and talk Yeah, and like, I could definitely see that. So, yeah. um, and I hope, I mean, I hope to God because I love them that they yeah. get back together and get married, but like, I don't know whatever it's not my business um I like that like a lot of my whole mantra about life is like these are people we don't know and like we can't speculate on their lives and then I have a podcast about it and I'm like I know everything speculate on their lives I know everything about this person but anyway yeah the Riley Marissa thing is very sad that's it is there anything else I have no, what a bummer. Okay. <laughs> and, and on that note, on, um, note. <laughs> on that note, follow us on Instagram at don't install my podcast. Um, 
follow, follow us, subscribe, whatever on your podcast app of choice. Don't insult my intelligence. And while you're at it, go bully Peter Weber a little. Just a little bit, like not like real cyberbullying, but just like look at one of his pictures and be like, why are you like that? And then like, yeah. go take a walk outside. Yeah. Like don't um, comment on his photo, like, or DM him, like where he can see it, but just like screenshot it and send it to your like, friend and giggle. To yourself, you know? right. To yourself, yeah. to your boyfriend, to your lover, to your mom. Like just talk some shit. You know what I mean? Talk some shit about Peter Weber um, It's good for you. <laughs> That's why I have such clear skin. It's because I talk so much shit about Peter Weber. <laughs> it's really why I got COVID, dude. The universe is like, no, <laughs> you're mean. Anyway, bye. <laughs> Anyways, bye everyone.